Good evening and welcome back to the question and answer series for Adash.org. Um, we got a question this week that uh, if you are permitted to eat fleshics in the nine days, if you make a simasechta. Because some people say that the Labavish is not to eat meat and wine even though that you, you make a siyam. Uh, the answer is like this. The, we know that the Rebbe Rashab used to make a siyam and not necessarily eat meat. But, the, the, but that doesn't mean that you cannot eat meat and it's also to eat meat or that's the minik. The Rebbe Rashab used to have this minik or he used to, you know, he didn't eat necessarily meat. But in Shechanorach, it says that if somebody makes a siyamasechte, he's permitted to eat meat. So, if you have somebody who made a siyam, and you want to eat meat, you could eat meat. There's no minig, I never saw any source that the Chabad is a minig not to eat meat. The Rebbe Rashab did that, that's all, but we don't see anywhere that that's the minig. And not even that, I know that people told me that in Camp Gan Yisrael, they used to make a siyam, the whole camp used to eat meat, so therefore you could make a siyam and eat meat. Now, how long could you eat meat? That means, could you make a siyam? Is it till Erev Tishabov, or you should stop earlier? Now, Pashto Salucha, you could make a siyam till Erev Rosh, Erev, um, that means till the day after, before before Tishbov, till Erev Tishbov. But uh, the Mungarum brings the Gabayoldus, a person which had a baby, so she's permitted to eat meat because that gives her strength and gives strength for the baby afterwards. She could eat meat. So the Mungarum writes that you should, she should only meet, uh, eat meat till. Zion of the seventh day of off. So some poets can say that he then by uh, same thing will go also by Siam that you shouldn't eat meat more than Zion of. Now over here I think it's Kedai Taka not to make a seam after seven day of off. That means after Zion of and eat meat. Of course you should make a seam every day in the like the Rebbe writes you should make a seam even on Tishabov and afterwards till Hamisha Usibov. But eating meat, since at least we know that the Rabbi Shab had such a minik, and the Mungavrum says that after Zion of is more stricter, so therefore you should make him see him only till Zion of and after Zion of you should make a siam without eating meat. Now what is considered a siam what what you need to do? That's a, I wrote a whole article on this rule. That basically, that basically um, a masechta, of course, that's a siyam masechta, is a siyam, siyam of a cipher mishnayis. That means a cider, cider zroom moed. Although some poets can say that you could make even a siyam mishnayis al mo masechta, but they say that only if you learn it well with 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 uh, with Mephorshim, 
Al-Kapurim wants on a cipher, on a cider of Mishnah, cider Zeru Moed, one of these, for sure, you could make a siam and eat meat. Some say other 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 books also that say somebody finished a cipher of Zoyer, Stein, some poiskem that you could eat, or you finish a cipher of Tanakh, which you learned good, you could also make a siam. So uh, that should be uh, basically the guidance that you, see, you make. You finish a masechta, you finish a cider of Mishnayas, or uh, a cipher of a uh, book of Tanakh. When you learned it well, you can make a seam on that. But the poets can say that that's only if you learn and you finish it in the nine days, or you could start in the nine days and finish it on the nine days. That's also a seam. But if you finished the Masechta or the book earlier and you only, only left a small piece, just you should be able to finish it on the nine days in order to eat meat, this you shouldn't do. So if you came across to finish a Masechta in the nine days or you started learning something and it comes out to finish in the Masechta, let's say you take a Masechta which is 30 dafim pages and you started 30 days before the nine days, that's also fine but not finishing it before and basically keeping it just for a CM for the nine days. Another question came in. My children are coming home from camp on Sunday. May I wash their laundry in the nine days? That's the first question. Second question, can you wash towels that was used on Shabbos Chazan and it smells? The answer is on both questions, you cannot wash laundry even if your children came home on Sunday. And even it smells. If it has a big smell, you buy by Costco a good garbage bag which has, uh, you know, uh, good closures, and you close it and you put it away so you won't smell it. But that's not a hatter to wash laundry in the nine days. If it became got a stain or it became such so dirty that if you're not going to wash it, you're gonna lose it. That means it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna become you know kalia totally. So that's something else. If you're gonna lose it totally, then you could wash it. Because that's called a dover ovat. But if it's not gonna get ruined all the way, it is only that it has a bad smell, so therefore you cannot wash it in uh, regularly unless you do it. Now if it comes if it comes home and it's wet because of sweat, you could put it into the dry, that should dry it. But you cannot wash it because washing in the nine days is usher. Question. My wife works at a photo album designer. Is she allowed buying new albums for people during the nine days? Answer is no, because in the nine days you cannot buy only things which you need to use in the nine days you know, uh, utensils and that kind of stuff. As I mentioned last week, a washer, even a washer dried if you need it for the nine days, an air conditioner, refrigerator, but things which you don't need in the nine days and only you want to buy it because now you have time, you cannot buy in the nine days. Masa mountain in the nine days, just like that, it's not permissible. Question. I forgot to wear my washed clothing before the nine days. Can I wear them on Shabbos instead? 
Or is it the problem of Meichel Meshabbat Lechal? A very nice question. Before the nine days, people usually take their clothing and they put it on, as we mentioned last week, for a couple of minutes, and then they could use it in the nine days. If it wasn't used before the nine days, you cannot use it in the nine days. For Shabbos, you could basically put on clothing which was washed, even though you didn't use it before the nine days. Now the question is, if somebody forgot to do this whole thing and putting put put on shirts, etc., before the nine days, but now comes Shabbos. Now the question is not actual this year because now uh, we are we don't have any Shabbos, but it's a question which I got before Shabbos. Now comes Shabbos, and he wants to know if he could basically put on in Shabbos every 50 minutes a different uh, shirt in order he should have for the next couple of days shirts. Now that's for sure if he puts on a shirt out of Shabbos and when he goes to sleep takes it off and in the morning he puts on another shirt and he uses it till afternoon and afternoon he takes he takes it off and he takes a nap and after he, he wakes up from the nap he puts on a third shirt that L'Challah dies there's no problem because since he, did, he took off his shirt because he's sleeping so therefore once once he get, wakes up he could basically put on a new shirt no problem but if it's not the case he doesn't take a nap Shabbos afternoon he wants to change you know after the Suda shirt and uh, half an hour afterwards another shirt so you p- putting it on because you want to have a shirt which you'll be able to use on Sunday and Monday now some poets can say you cannot do that because it's when you're putting it on you're putting it on in order the whole concept the whole reason why you're putting it on is only that you should be able to use it Sunday and Monday so therefore you are that's the the Benish Chai has a whole tshuva on it and he does not permit it and some other poets can also say that you cannot do it other poets can say it is permitted I personally feel also like this poiskim that it is permitted because after all he's wearing it now so he's using it now Meichen Meshavas Chal is only when basically you are doing something only for Sunday but over here after all I'm using it now I don't need it that much for Shabbos but afterwards I'm using it it's a I'm using it also for Shabbos so I feel personally like the poets can say that you could do it but after all other poets can say you shouldn't do it so again you should do like I mentioned before change it in the morning when you wake up and if, if you take a nap change it in afternoon too but if not if he needs to change it he needs to have some uh, he has nothing to wear in the, middle, in the middle of the week and he has to do it he cannot be without you know we want to share the next uh, couple of days after all, as I mentioned before, other poets say you could do it. But if it's not that important, it's Kedai to be a machmer, like the other poets that you should be a machmer. Fasting this year on Tishabov in the era of Corona. So, as I wrote in my uh, paper before she was with Thomas, the thing is like this. Anyone which is sick, the poil now during Tishabov, he should not fast. A person which is already sick, he's in bed or he has the symptoms and he's sick, he shouldn't, he doesn't need to fast. 
antibody because he has to have, be strong in order to fight the virus. Anyone who had the virus and he is basically weak, still weak, and he feels he cannot fast, he could also eat. I know somebody asked me before, um, uh, she was a Batamas, if he could fast, he feels he could fast, so says, okay, if you feel he could fast, fast. And he told me when it came, she was about Thomas, 12 o'clock, he felt he's almost collapsing, and then he had to eat. So, if you feel that you need to eat, since you're still weak from the virus, you should eat, you could eat. A person which does not have the virus, has no symptoms, has no nothing, so he has to fast. He and she has to fast. She should drink a lot of water before Tishabov and stay in a cool room and stay even in bed as much as possible and he should fast. There's no reason that you should not fast on Tishabov because you're afraid maybe you're going to get the virus and the immune system is weak. A person which has no symptom and is a well guy, he should fast and he has to fast Tishabov and he should make all kind of arrangements beforehand that he should be comfortable and shouldn't go out and he should fast regularly on Tishabov. This year Tishabov is on Thursday. So the question is what are we allowed to do Motsi Tishabov this year? Um, the answer is like this. Since it's Thursday and it's before Shabbos, so eating meat, drinking wine, hearing music, all of these are not permitted the Motsi Tishabov. Washing clothing, the can say if it's possible, you wait till in the morning, you don't wash at night. If it's not possible, in the bungalow colonies, in the camps, in the public places, which there is uh, five machines for uh, 60, 70, 100 people, and it's not possible everybody should wash only Erev Shabbos, so you have to start washing Matzah Tishabov. you could wash Matzah Tishabov what you need for Shabbos. What you don't need for Shabbos, you don't wash Matzah Tishabov. What you do need for Shabbos, you could wash Thursday night. But Friday morning already, you could wash everything and anything, even though what you need for Shabbos. So again, meat, music, and wine, you do not do Motzit Tishabov. The same will go also to taking a shower. If, if you, you are planning to take a shower at Shabbos tomorrow, and you can't take a shower tomorrow, you don't take it Motzit Tishabov. Washing laundry, if you could wait till Friday morning, then you could wash everything, even what you're running for Shabbos. If you have to wash beforehand, because there is a lot of people and you don't have enough machines or you have a lot of laundry and you need them for Shabbos, then you could wash them also Matzah Tishabov too. You could start washing Matzah Tishabov. Um, I'm getting guests one night in the nine days and I have no clean um, linen. 
am I permitted to wash linen for my guest which is coming? The answer is, as I mentioned last week, if a person does not have any clothing, everything is dirty, he could wash one dress or one suit, whatever, which he needs on a daily basis. So over here, you have no linen to give for a person. A person cannot use somebody else's linen. So if he comes and you don't have anything to wash, you can only wash this linen which you have, which you have to give for him, because that's that's the only thing which goes into the category of Misha Einle Shimbeget. So you could wash that linen and nothing else could go in that machine. Next question. Uh, I'm behind of I'm I'm being behind the minion and the chazan is saying Kaddish. Am I obligated to stop davening and answer? If I'm holding in a place where I could answer Omen. So let me phrase the question. It wasn't written too well, but a kaponam, the question is like this. Somebody is, he finishes davening, or he's in the middle of davening, or saying Tilam, or even Pesik de Zimra, which he could basically answer Umar and Kaddish. Is he permitted to daven and just answer Umayn when he hears you know, where he needs to answer? Or he has to stop? Let's say, for instance, say, here's Kaddish. Does he need to stop Kaddish and here till the end of Kaddish and answer Umayn? Or he could daven further where he holds and answer Kaddish. Since he's permitted to answer Umayn, he will answer it, but he could still daven further. Now this question is a very good question. The Alter Rebbe writes in Shekhanur Aksimakiv Dalat, Sif Hai, that a person is holding a mill of Shmoina Esra. And he hears Kadesh, Kadisha, Borchi, what, what should he do? So the Alter Rebbe answers, says that if he hears, for instance, Kadesh, you stop davening. Shemel Esra, and you listen to Kaddish till after the Imri Umayn. So, basically, you shouldn't say further the davening, and you should stop and listen. Now, some people say that that means whenever the Chazan says Kaddish, automatically you have to stop, and you cannot say further where you're holding when the Chazan is saying Kaddish. But I think it's not the correct uh, way to learn Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe talks when you're a middle of Shemin So you cannot answer Kaddish, Baruch, and Kedusha. Now you want to be Yoitz Shemai Koine. Shemai Koine means listening. So by listening, it is as if you said it. So you listen to Kaddish, you cannot say, Oh man, it's a middle of Shemin but by listening, saying the Shlich say Kaddish, that's as if you heard what he said, and it's as if you answered Oman. Although you cannot answer Oman, Shmai Koina is not necessarily if you answer Oman. A person can be Yoitza, a broch of somebody else, even though he didn't answer Oman. The only thing that the only thing that he listened and he heard the whole brocha, that's as if he said it. So when you hold the middle of Shemanasa, you cannot say Oman, then you have to be quiet and listen what the Shlich Tzibah say because that's Shemai Koina. You are quiet and listening what somebody else is saying and it's as if you said. 
But if you are in a, a place which you could basically answer Umayn, so you could still down further and say, tell them where you're up to. And whenever it will, you'll have to answer Umayn, you can answer Umayn. Because now you're not you're not now you're listening and hearing what the Shlich says and you answer Umar what he says. So it's not you have to hear every word in order you should be able to be Yoytzi So therefore, you could keep on saying if it's Psyche de Zimra, if it's, if it's uh, Tillam or whatever it is. Now, is it, am I Machiav to answer Umar? That's the second question. Yes, you are Machiav to answer Umar. Like the Bible writes in a letter that according to us, that we say one brocha and Hanukkah's twilm. We don't say two brochas like other people. And the shaliyat and al shorosh. So the Rebbe writes, if somebody puts on the shaliyat and he hears a brocha or kadash, so since he's, so the Alta Rebbe writes that he's permitted to answer umayn, and then he has to make a second brocha on the shorosh. So a person puts out a shaliyad and he has Kaddish, he answers Umayn, and then he puts on the shalrosh and makes a second bracha, although usually we don't make a second bracha, but over here, since he made a half-sick, he makes a second bracha. Zug the Rebbe in a letter that since the other Rebbe says, you are permitted to say Umayn, whenever you are permitted to say Umayn, you are machif to say Umayn. So therefore, in our case, you could delve further the Zimra, or you down further saying Tilam, but you'll have to answer Umayn because whenever you hear a bracha and you could answer Umayn, you have to answer Umayn. Okay, we'll stop here and join us next week in Hashem and send in your questions to inbox at anash.org. Thank you and good night in the Rabbish to Helfen as these days should turn. And his habchi, lasus, and the simcha, and tishibav should be a big yant of Emir Tzashem.